Fourth Book of Serenity, Case 32, uh, Young Shan's Mind and Environment. Young Shan asked the monk, what is your native place? The monk said, I am from the province of Yu. Young Shan said, do you consider the inside of it? The monk said, I always do. Young Shan said, that which thinks is consciousness, that which is thought about is environment. Within that are mountains, rivers and the great earth, towers, palaces, people, animals and other beings. But reflect upon the consciousness that thinks. Uh, are there a lot of things there? The monk said, I don't see anything at all there. Yang Shan said, that's correct so far as the degree of belief is concerned, but as for the degree of person, it is not enough. The monk said, Your Reverence, do you have some special advice? Yang Shan said, it does not hit the mark so long as you say there is nothing in particular. From now on, introspect on sitting down and wearing clothes. Please sit comfortably within the limit of your mat. Uh, Yang Shan is one of the, um, with his teacher, Gui Shan, it's family history, a bit of family history. Uh, they were, their names, the combination of their names of uh, uh, Gui Yang gives the name to one of the great streams of Zen in uh, ancient uh, China, uh, the Guiyang uh, School, as it was called. And it was characterised by this, um, the gentleness and the generosity and the, um, you know, so much of Zen, uh, especially in, in, the, in the Lin Chi house, and that is like shouts and blows and uh, this, this, sparks going off like this. Um, the Guiyang school is very generous. Um, it's characteristically, as we will see in a moment, the you know, dialogue between uh, Yang Shan and his teacher Guishan ends with the, the teacher who's some 36 years older and, and much more experienced than the Dao saying, oh good. They're, it's a school of being furiously in agreement as we say. Um, it lasted five generations. Um, and this is for the length of time that, that the so-called schools go. It's got really nothing to do with the quality of those. Uh, Chao Cho didn't belong to any school and was a great teacher. Uh, he had some five generations of successes and his line died out. You know, it's, um, who knows what happens. Um, this uh, story comes from the Book of Serenity, which was uh, collected initially by uh, Tianton Hongzhe, his silent illumination poem we have just uh, recited. Uh, this is uh, the Saodong tradition, which becomes Soto in Japan. Uh, it's a tradition that um, in which silent illumination, 
Shikantas have played an incredibly important part. And I think you get something of that through the spirit of this case. And a lot of teaching uh, there as well, generous uh, teaching. Uh, it also <coughs> had a very, very rich uh, Khan tradition, but it's a very low-lit kind of tradition. Uh, it's not a, no shouts or blows or any of that stuff at all. It's quite talky. Um, uh, the opposite to Lin Chi uh, style, which is very martial. And uh, we are the recipients of that, you know, like hundreds and hundreds of years later, uh, the line comes down to Dogen in Japan, where it comes down from Dongshan and Saoshan, comes through uh, Tiantong, uh, uh, then through Dogen, then down through the Japanese tradition, um, still carrying Khans and Shikantasa in, in, in a balance in the tradition. So there's something very integrated about it as well and rich. But two or three hundred years ago in Japan, I think probably the Soto school wanting to separate itself from Lin Chi and to establish its own clear identity from the Lin Chi school uh, stopped using Khans uh, and became purely Shikantaza. And we are lucky, we are the recipients of um, a couple of renegades in the Soto uh, tradition, uh, initially and notably uh, Harada, uh, Dayan Sogaku, as we, um, we recite his Dharma name in our sutras. Um, he felt that he was impelled to go to a, a, Lin, a Rinzai teacher uh, by the name of Dokatan uh, to sit with the Khan Mu um, and come to awakening. He felt this was incredibly important. <coughs> So uh, he and his successor, Yasutani, uh, that's um, White Cloud. Uh, I, please help me, uh, Jared. <laughs> He's after Dayan Sogaku. Hakuan Ryoko. Great. They're renegades, you know, uh, but they stayed in the Soto school. Um, and uh, that line comes down through uh, Aiken Roshi's teacher, uh, uh, Yamada Khan, and uh, he also worked with Yasutani, and uh, that becomes Sanbo Kyoran, which is so-called sect of the three treasures. Um, and in time, when Thanks to Aiken Roshi in Hawaii and his books and teaching uh, and becoming one of the great teachers of the Western uh, world, uh, it becomes Diamond Sangha. Um, but it is, uh, Diamond Sangha is essentially Soto. We sit facing the wall, for instance, rather than facing in. Uh, we do Kinhin not as slow as Soto, but on the slow side by comparison. So the forms, but it is, it is, Soto but restored to its sardong magnificence because it uses koans and it uses and shikantaza. So it's a beautifully integrated and rich uh, practice uh, that we actually inherit. <laughs> Big tradition. Uh, and uh, Tiantong Hongzhe, who's uh, collected this story, uh, in his book of Serenity, is 12th century uh, teacher. 
So here, to cut to the chase, here we have uh, uh, Yangshan with his teacher Guishan. Uh, this also from the Book of Serenity. Guishan, the teacher, the senior teacher, asked Yangshan, the junior teacher, suppose a person asks you, how about one who says that all sentient beings are in a state of disorderly karmic consciousness and have no base to rely on? How would you treat them? Well, we all know about disorderly karmic consciousness. Internet is a wonderful example of disorderly karmic consciousness, especially in a post-truth age. Uh, there is no base to rely on. I remember a while ago now ordering a battery uh, through some company from, probably from China, and uh, paying considerable, it was an old battery for an old computer because I wanted to rescue the files from the computer and the battery was dead and there was no other way to do it. And finally, after months, I got a note saying, uh, your battery uh, has not been able to clear customs in Singapore. Um, and uh, there was no way, for, well, I didn't say there's no way to get your money back, but there's no telephone number and emails didn't go anywhere. And that seems to me a great example of no base to rely on, you know, and this is, everyone has heaps of experiences of this uh, kind. So, um, yeah, uh, internet is wonderful, I mean, for the, the resources which are instantly available there, and it's a blessing, and I use it every day of my life, and... Um, I'm grateful for it, but it can also be a kind of form of toxic interbeing. Um, we are all connected now. You know, there's kind of the, the great goals uh, from spiritual traditions of the connection of humanity one with another and inclusiveness and all of that. And it's all, in a, in a mechanical sense, all come true. Um, but it comes true uh, with, a, with some shadow, one would have to say. So, disorderly karmic consciousness, now overwhelmed by thoughts, now peaceful. This is an ordinary condition of change throughout a day. Now lucid, now frustrated, uh, now tired, now beset by lust, now bored. And, uh, sometimes it can seem like life is uh, one, just one damn thing after another, as a writer called uh, Albert Hubbard had it. That's the small of it. In its global dimensions, millions of refugees are circling the earth in search of a country to take them in. Now drowning at sea, now interned in camps for years with their lives and the lives of their children uh, destroyed at places uh, like Manus Island. The only unchanging law is the law of change. So there is no base to rely on. In terms of the tradition in which we practice, no base to rely on um, is an outcome of impermanence uh, and also of no self, emptiness, uh, nothing to rely on. You know, it sounds terrifying, but it is liberation itself not to have that base there. No fundamental teaching, even, uh, that underlies it completely. Nothing to lean on uh, at all.
probably in response to insecurity like that, we carefully cultivate the small self, defending what is illusory, uh, delusory, uh, where we actually have nothing to defend. Our achievements are momentary, at least in the big scheme of things, and we are never smart enough, attractive enough, rich enough, famous enough uh, to create a secure base in the face of transitoriness, impermanence, birth and death. So in the face of all of this, uh, with the wind blowing through and nothing to support uh, it at all, who are you in the midst of all of that? What are you? Uh, the question which leads to this is a long way back. Um, so I'll just reread the Guishan's question. He says, he says to the younger teacher, suppose a person asks you, how about one who says all sentient beings are in a state of disorderly karmic consciousness and have no base to rely on? How would you treat them? And then Yang Shan, the younger teacher, says, if a person appears, I call to them. When they turn their head, instantly I say, what is that? I wait while I hesitate. Uh, and then I say to them, there is not only disorderly karmic consciousness, but there is no base to rely on. Okay. It's beautiful. Uh, each of those is the matter itself. I call to them. Joe! Just that. Uh, they turn their head instantly. I say, what is that? I wait while I hesitate and then I say to them, there is not only disorderly karmic consciousness, but there is no base to rely on. Okay, don't search for meaning here. There is no, there's not only disorderly karmic consciousness, but there is no base. Yeah. Yes, of course there is meaning. Um, it's kind of profound, but it's not important here. Just like Kanze or the song of the birds, or the barking of the dog, or the sound of the traffic. Just like that. Uh, I am because you are. We are because the earth and its manifold species are. They are because of the Big Bang 13.8 million years ago. No fixed self at all. In a very real sense, no self at all. Anyway, in response to these very pithy, uh, the pithy response that Yang Shan makes his teacher says, oh good. <laughs> Just like birdsong, oh good. So we come to this afternoon's uh, Khan story. Young Shan asked the monk, what is your native place? Um, and we all have a place. We all have a place of birth in karma. Uh, 
the hospital I was born in is long in Subiaco is long gone, but the house my parents owned when I uh, was born is still there in Railway Road, Shenton Park. Wembley House, where I grew up, is long gone. Uh, all that remains is just a fragment of brick on my mantel shelf. Uh, my daughter Amanda and I went to see the house, like doing a pilgrimage, and uh, it had been, uh, it was just a vacant block there. And uh, so we picked up a bit of brick and took it home and put it on the mantel shelf, uh, all that's left of that. Uh, now it's a two-storey block of units and I, I do my gas show as I drive uh, past the block of units as I do as I drive past Karakata Cemetery where my parents are both uh, buried. So young Shan asked the monk, what is your native place? The monk said, I am from the province of Yu and uh, I know it's Chinese and we shouldn't do this but it makes a beautiful pun in English. Um, I come from the province of you. <laughs> um, so many of us are from elsewhere. We are all today from somewhere uh, else in terms of this country. Germany, north of England, New Zealand, and in terms of our wider Sangha. Uh, Finland, Ireland, Chile, Macedonia. Um, uh, all of us are from are from somewhere else here. It's completely erroneous, but I love the idea that people ended up here out on the western rim of nowhere because they'd sort of come from the east and they were trying to reach Madagascar or Mauritius, but somehow they got marooned here in, the, in, uh, in Perth, Western Australia. I know it's not true, but it's hard to shake the fantasy of that. Um, so here we are sitting here today uh, doing Zen practice and... Uh, uh, deepening and realising our true nature in this place. Apart from uh, Noongar man, Dr Michael Wright, whose forebears have lived here for the last more than 40,000 years, which is as good as forever uh, in this place. The, a variety makes for great richness in our Sangha and it is moving to see new people finding a home in our Sangha here. Uh, if you like, uh, finding a native place in this Sangha. Uh, in the words to new teachers in the Diamond Sangha uh, tradition, uh, let your Sangha be, be friendly, open and welcoming. And uh, the Sangha is just such. So it's taking a long time. Young Shan asked the monk, what is your native place? He said, I come from you, uh, the teacher says, young Shan says, do you consider the inside of it? What's that? Do you consider the inside of it? Inside of what? Um, uh, is the teacher asking, uh, who is the one who recollects? Uh, who is the one who is homesick? If the monk is always thinking of home and monastic life is tough and monks and nuns, all those dedicated home leavers uh, must surely have missed their families and loved ones. Um, so in that longing for home, if it is longing for home, uh, what is his true nature at that time? What is your true nature when you are missing home? Uh, what is your true nature when you are missing someone you love? 
just that longing, just that yearning. Uh, nothing to seek for. So, I'm being asked, do you consider the inside of it? The monk says, I always do. Maybe always re recollecting home um, and always recollecting, uh, reflecting on the nature of the one who misses home. The inside of it also carries the sense of uh, self. Uh, do you reflect on who you are? And the monks, uh, I think that implication is also there. And the monk says, yes I do, yes I do. And maybe he's working with the Karan Mu, who am I? Young Shan said, that which thinks is consciousness, that which is thought about is environment. Within that are mountains, rivers and the great earth, towers, palaces, people, animals and other beings. It's beautifully generous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lynchy would have hit him. This is beautiful uh, exposition. Uh, it also sets out the conventional way of things. That which thinks is consciousness. Philosophically this is awkward, but um, for the poetry of the occasion, that which, which thinks is consciousness. That which is thought about is environment. Uh, it's uncontroversial. but reflect upon the consciousness that thinks. Um, are there a lot of things there? The monk said, um, when I reflect on that, there is nothing there at all. Yeah. No one uh, doing the thinking. Uh, no self. This is the spirit of the Heart Sutra. No eye, no ear, no tongue, no body, no mind. Uh, when you are intimate with that vastness of uh, mountains, rivers, palaces and all of that, when you are intimate with that, um, there is nothing separate to be called self. And in a funny way, there is nothing separate to be called nose, eye, ear, uh, completely engulfed. In terms of thought itself, uh, in the ten-verse sutra of timeless life, which we chant as Kanzeon, 
but in its English translation, thought after thought arises in the mind, thought after thought not separate from mind. Mind here in big capital M sense of mind. Floor, people, afternoon light, tiredness, fast, traffic, ocean. Thought after thought arises in the mind. Well, you know, everyone knows this. This is completely understood. Anyone who's sat a minute of Zazen knows all that. Uh, thought after thought, not separate from mind. Uh, each thought open to immensity. Uh, each thought is immensity's means to be. Uh, each thought is the vastness itself. This is not about thinking about immensity. Uh, the universe sits on your mat pondering what you will do this evening. Okay. Completely uh, engulfed in that matter. The monk said, this is in, all this is concerned with the monk's response. I don't see anything at all. When I look inwards, in terms of uh, my true self, I don't see anything there at all. Young Shan says, that's correct so far as the degree of belief is concerned. But for the degree of person, it is not enough. This is really important because the experience of uh, no inside, no outside, the experience of emptiness is fundamentally important for opening to the way. But it is not enough uh, at all. In a way, and uh, he's saying, It is fine for you to trust that experience of no self. That's fine as far as it goes, but it, it is not what he calls the degree of person. Uh, the degree of person, the degree of humanity is to not only to die to the separated self, but to actually be reborn uh, as exactly just this. And the monk said, fantastic dialogue actually, he says, Your Reverence, do you have some special advice here? And Young Shan said, it does not hit the mark as long as you say there is nothing in particular. From now on, introspect on sitting down and wearing clothes. Okay. On one hand, you know, paying attention, uh, being aware of uh, sitting, standing, walking, seeing, putting on clothes, waking up in the morning, lying down at night, um, 
it's important that we attend to our lives. Otherwise we miss uh, what they are, largely. But this is fundamental. But the teacher here is not just saying, be mindful, be aware, important as that, those are. He's saying, uh, introspect on sitting down. Introspect on putting on clothes. Hmm. Uh, this points to uh, this points to something deeper. This is emerging from emptiness itself and coming back into the fullness of life, which is absolutely modestly the, what it is. You know, wake up in the morning, uh, roll out of bed, um, head for the toilet, come in, put on the kettle make coffee, choose two biscuits from the tin, um, sit on the veranda, uh, watch the light um, brighten there. Go in, do zazen. And from thence to breakfast. And from thence to work. The life into which you are reborn, I can't think of another word. Um, there is a sense of incarnation in this. Uh, it's like awaking from a dream, from a huge uh, dream. Uh, it brings tears. It, it is transformative. And it is totally, totally ordinary from another perspective. Truly, there is nothing missing here today. You want to know about true nature? Um, you don't have far to find it. Tian Tong Hong Shi has this wonderful little verse, which I will leave you with. Um, it's a, like so many of those ancient teachers. He's a great poet. He, he writes, how's this? Pines are straight, brambles are crooked, Cranes are tall, ducks are short, such peace, a hidden dragon in the abyss, such freedom, a soaring bird sheds its tether. <laughs>